Welcome to the Guide Me Glow podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Tang, and I'm a holistic health coach that is here to help you become your glowier self mentally, physically, and spiritually. I'm a lifestyle and wellness content creator and founder of the wellness platform, Guide Me Glow. In this podcast, I share my journey and knowledge on all things self-development, manifesting, confidence, healing your relationship with food and body, and so much more. Follow for weekly episodes to listen to on your Glow Girl Walk. Hi guys, welcome to the Guide Me Glow podcast. And today I'm doing a big old episode on letting go of the struggle. Um, And this is my first episode being back in Bali. So I'll give you guys a little bit of an update on that too, because the last episode I did was just before I left. So this is like a little rundown of how I feel. Um, If you don't know, I just moved back to Bali. I lived here for seven months um, from last year to early this year. Um, Then went back home for half the year and now I'm back and I'm so excited to be back. It feels amazing. Honestly, I feel like the transition of coming back has only been just over a week, which has been crazy because I feel like it's been so much longer than a week. I've been so happy to be reunited with my bestie here and just, yeah, reunited with other friends and meeting new people too. So it's been really, really special. Um, but also it just feels so different to how I moved here last year because when I moved to Bali after living in Sydney for four years um, it was so different like obviously I had been to Bali before for like a few weeks on holiday but I didn't really know anyone here Um, my best friend Harriet she also moved like a few weeks after but she decided to live in Ulu so we weren't really together the whole time so it was very much navigating it on my own which I'm really happy I did do because you obviously learn so much and put yourself out there so much more when you are by yourself but if I really compare this year to last year it's just so different I think obviously because I have been here for like a a long period of time before you know I I know the place it feels very much like home I was surprised how much it felt like home actually and I think also because I've been not moving around so much and you know straight away I got into a villa my friend lives here too and we're just living together and it's been amazing um and that's been such a grounding sense of just it's just been grounding for me you know like last time I think it was slightly traumatic for me if I think about it like it, it was something that I really just didn't enjoy but I was moving around like every like max two to three weeks I stayed in one place but other than that I would move around every either few days or every week and it was just so ungrounding I could never really get into a good routine I felt like you know half my day was probably looking for the next place to go I just like wasn't organized um I don't really know why I did that to be honest it was fun at first you know sussing out the area like I wanted to do that and not just be like okay just pick one place to live but then after a while it got very tiring and yeah so I'm very glad to be in this villa for just like however long I want to really which is amazing um because it's you can just make more of a home you know get into a routine um I'm pretty near my friends as well which is amazing um because sometimes although Changu is very small you can it still can take like 30 to 40 minutes in traffic if you live on like the other opposite side and I don't mean like central Changu I mean like around Changu um but yeah it feels amazing to be back but it's definitely been a transition at first I guess I was a little bit jet lagged. Um, My sleeping pattern was definitely off. And to be honest, it still is. I've been having pretty late nights and later starts to the morning, um, which I tend to get into easily. I think 
just based on you know my sleeping patterns I can be quite a night owl and I will just do you know work at night where it's kind of quiet silence and then I like my sleep so I tend to try and get seven to eight hours sleep and then I obviously wake up late in the day and then that cycle repeats so I'm going to try and get in not necessarily a better sleep routine because I'm still getting my seven hours um seven eight hours but I just want to shift that to the early routine rather than like a late routine because I think the reason why I like staying up so late is because everything around me is just silent and no one is there to like distract me and there's just no distractions so I think I do really would like early mornings because you kind of get the same you know when you wake up at like 5 6 a.m no one's gonna be like calling you at that time really you know what I mean so I would like to switch that but I understand it's a process and I'm just being kind to myself and just yeah knowing that I will get there so that's kind of been the transition of in terms of moving it definitely was quite exhausting I definitely packed in seeing a lot of people in the first week and I think I should have done a little bit more like just alone time you know I then went to the beach on Sunday though took the whole pretty much the whole afternoon or like half the afternoon to myself I went to the market so then went to the beach and just kind of napped on the beach a little bit I just you know we just listen to the ocean waves and it just kind of sends you to sleep it was like that and it was amazing and I kid you not I probably it really rejuvenated myself and gave me back so much energy and I feel so much better like starting the week now and I've had some beautiful experiences here too I went to a water cleanse on my first weekend here um if you don't know what a water cleanse is we basically went to this Balinese priest and she like pours water on you and then starts saying these like I guess mantras or you know in her language um then she can see where your blockages are and um, for me, she said I was overthinking a lot. I'm a, you know, I can be a lot in my head. And she's like, don't think too much about yesterday or tomorrow and just be present in the moment. And I know this is something that I really try and do more because I, I wouldn't say I'm a massive warrior, but I do would say I do think a lot based on, you know, past memories or future. Like I can... I guess I do worry like a little bit about the future, but I like think a lot about the future. I wouldn't say I worry, I just think a lot about the future and I can kind of sometimes dwell on the past in certain situations. Um, and I think it's important for me to just remember to stay grounded and be present in this moment right now. Like, what am I doing right now? You know, I don't need to worry so much about what if or what has been and I just focus on the now. Um, and it was just really, yeah, good to hear that and just a good reminder she that's pretty much all she said she said um what else she said? I yeah she says I'm on a good path I can do more than I think and that I have good energy which is always nice um and then I've just been kind of going you know going to cafes getting some work done um making sure there's balance I've been moving my body been doing a lot of home pilates actually I went to one of my favorite gyms here and they have like a sauna ice bath the gym like a pool like it was great I've just been focusing on getting back into routine straight away the, the reason why I say it's different from last year I guess last year it was a lot more like touristy vibes in the sense of obviously I didn't really know many people so I had to really put myself out there more be always I was always out because I didn't have a villa I was staying in I guess sometimes villas or like hotels and things like that mostly I just didn't really have my own space even recording a podcast it was hard so now I'm in this villa. I'm, it's actually been quite hard to figure out where to record this podcast because Bali, being in Changu, is just so loud. And I'm sure you could probably hear some 
background noise now. Like, I literally don't know what's happening in the villa. I think they're repairing the window because the water stopped working last yesterday and it was like a whole ordeal and they had to come late at night because they didn't fix it. And I was like, I just want to shower like, because the moment you go out, you're like hot and sweaty. And then when you get back in, the first thing you want to do is really have a shower. And then the water wasn't working and I was like, oh my God. So yeah, it made me very grateful for water. And I know not everyone has that too. So yeah, it made me like very grateful for just like the basic things, but stuff like that just happens in Bali. So it's not like surprising, but it's also not ideal obviously. So it's fixed now, which is good. But let's like remove the window to like poke this like hose in to use the water just for the night because they couldn't replace like the proper, fix the proper thing because it was so late at night. So if you hear a little bit of background noise, but I'm just gonna test out a few locations on recording the podcast because this room is the spare room in our villa and my friend is staying with us for a month in December. So I don't think I'll be able to use this room as a podcast room um, when she is here. I mean, maybe I'll just ask to use it, but we'll see. So that's been my experience so far. I've been really excited to be back here. I wanna do events here. If, oh, little, I've been wanting to do events here. If you are in Bali and you'd like to come to one of my workshops or events, let me know. Cause yeah, I definitely will be planning them and maybe doing one in December, definitely Jan. So let me know on that and where you're based in Bali as well, because obviously Bali's pretty big. Um, but I will be mainly Changu, probably Ulu as well. So if you're interested or if you're going to be visiting Bali, let me know. And yeah, I would love for you guys to come to one of my events and I would love to meet you and connect. And it's something that I really want to yeah, continue doing. And what else? I think that's it. I think I'm really just in my own energy I've been really learning like a lot about myself the focus I really just want to embody my most authentic self stay in my own lane I really want to grow like career-wise I want to hit some goals I want to grow like spirituality I want to deepen my spirituality I I don't know if I've talked about this before I think I did maybe a bit last year in Bali but I noticed that when I come back to Bali my not that not spirituality in the ways of like outwardly like looking to improve it but I think I have some sort of like connection to the spiritual spiritual world this sounds very woo woo I know and trust me I'm like usually the not a very like woo woo person in terms of like I can be pretty grounded but also I do believe in like things like this I believe in energy and I believe in like the energy transfer and I when I feel something I know it's real if that makes sense. So it's not just me like making this stuff up to like be spiritual. Like honestly, this is like how I feel, but I feel like there's something in me that is connected to the spiritual world where I have like a really intuitive, sensitive sense of, I don't know what it is. So that's what I would want to explore more. Um, Just for example, if I'm around like certain energy I'm very intuitive that's for sure especially around people and energy if I'm around certain energy if I feel there's a sense of like weird energy going on my whole body gets a sense of like tingles like a whole body sensation and this happens in different situations but it's something that I can't really control it just like happens and it happened when I went to that water cleanse water healer cleanse lady I went with my friend my friend and flatmate is what I was trying to say um and as she was like doing it on her first like my uh, my whole body was reacting to what was going on and I don't know what it is and I didn't particularly I don't it kind of freaks me out a little bit so I just had to like turn away and just like not engage in it and then it goes away so yeah that's what I mean by that and uh, it sounds weird if you're not really into that but 
when I've seen healers and staff, like I think there definitely is a gift there. So I'd like to explore that more. And I think that's probably how I'm able to, yeah, do the spiritual work as I do here and, you know, have my clients. I'm able to just pick up on things that maybe not everyone picks up on because like I'm pretty intuitive and I, I always tend to also contact people at the time that they need it and everything like that. So I think on a human level, I do these things and it seems like a coincidence, but on a spiritual realm level, I think there's definitely something there where I might have, I don't know, some sort of inner knowing or intuitiveness that's just like a bit more than the average person. So that's all I know so far. I will, I don't, yeah, I'm not gonna like claim to be anything, but if I explore more, I will obviously tell you guys. So I'm really excited to be on this journey in Bali, to be honest, like I feel really good. It feels really flowy, it feels a lot more flowy and, natural than last time last year I was here that is my kind of long update but I think it was needed and if you want me to go more in depth about yeah living here and everything then just write your comments down below in the podcast question but I always put a podcast question in the episode it says like what do you think of this episode just tell me how you think about this episode and any questions that you have write them down so to get into the actual episode, the you know main bulk of this episode, we are talking about letting go of the struggle. And as you guys know, I always start with an affirmation of the day. And the affirmation of the day is, it gets to be easy. I love this affirmation because it gets to be easy is just so reassuring. And it's like, it gets to be easy. I don't need to be like hustle mode. I don't need to force things. It doesn't need to be hard. It doesn't need to, you know, like, it gets to be easy for me. And when I say easy, I don't mean like sit there, do nothing. It gets to be easy. I mean, it just gets to feel at ease with flow, you know? So when you're doing something, because I think action is incredibly important if you want to get somewhere, made to be and you take action, but that action doesn't necessarily need to be forced and, and hard and just like a struggle you know it can feel like in flow it can feel at ease and it still might be difficult at times but it feels like a beautiful journey that you're learning and you're enjoying and it just feels like you are stepping in the right direction um and I just think this is an important affirmation and reminder to tell yourself daily because you're just more likely to act in ease act in flow and just connect with your intuitiveness as well you know I think the blend of feminine and masculine energy is really important especially when it comes to taking action and doing work we all have a blend of both masculine and feminine some more than others um depending on yeah your characteristics yourself but i think embodying your feminine energy as a female is really important because you know in a world that is so masculine it can be i guess easy to try and be more masculine because that's how we're going to survive in the world and that's what we're taught and you know, we need to like get to the top and everything, but not really. You can act with grace, you can act with both a blend of feminine and masculine, but really when we tap into our feminine, we're able to be more intuitive, be more nurturing to ourselves and make decisions based on a soul aligned place rather than, you know, the, just the logic. Obviously you need both, but when you tap into your feminine more, you're able to make more heartfelt decisions and you know even businessmen really go with their intuition too I remember talking to this guy and 
he was saying like every business decision he makes, like important one, he goes with his gut. Um, even if it's not the most logical decision, he goes with his gut because your gut is always right. Like your intuition is there for a reason. I see it as almost like a spirit guide, a guardian angel. I'm going to split this episode into the mind, body, spirit. Um, it's just easy for me to kind of get my points across that way. And the first one we're going to tap into is mindset. And I wanted to ask you, is your current mindset keeping you where you are? Um, and I wanted to bring this up because often we want to be in a different place, right? We want to elevate. We want to feel like our most confident, glorious self. We want to upgrade in every area in our lives. But if we keep thinking, acting, doing the same things, we're staying in the same place and we're keeping ourselves in the same place because you're not expanding when you act the same way day in day out you're going to experience the same things like what do you think is going to change like something a new experience might come to you yes but if your mindset is filled with limiting beliefs and self-sabotage then you will not fulfill or step up to that level that you know the universe is offering you because you're you're not ready for that because your mindset is still at the same place and you're not even giving yourself that opportunity to level up because you're then using excuses like oh there's no time or oh like even I don't have enough money and I get how like money is a sensitive subject and yeah sometimes you won't have the money but I feel like if you really focus on something money will just come and you'll be able to do it and also money is not the only solution there's other ways to like pay for things there's other you know so you just have to expand your mind but a lot of the time we use time money um just like commitment to block us from really leveling up to ourselves and I see this even with my one-on-one coaching you know when it comes to clients I only want clients that are going to be there and committed 100% there's no point working with me if you're not in it 100% and you're not willing to commit to yourself because I can give you these plans I can give you these sessions and we can talk and you can understand your goals but if you're not committed to yourself and you're not willing to take risk and put in the effort to be honest then you're not going to get the results that you hope to and it's you only have yourself to blame you know no one can force you to do anything so I think when it comes to looking for guidance and looking for support you've got to really want it okay and that's why I guess putting a price like money to, money wise on a session and on my um, members club or the guides or anything putting the price is not about the money it's about the commitment because once you put a price on it you're more committed just on a subconscious level you know like when something is for free you get it and you're like oh yeah like this is really good this is really valuable but because you got it for free you're not as committed because you had nothing to lose whereas if you're spending your own money on something that is like a energy transfer it's going to feel like you've really taken the bullet and you've made the change and that's why you're going to want to change because you're like well I paid for this so I better make the most of it that is why committing yourself that way is always so beneficial and helps you so much more and you always end up making the money back and tenfold so that's why I think coaching is so important um and yes I do do one-on-one coaching and I am taking a few more clients for the end of the year if you are interested in one-on-one coaching then definitely then definitely give me an email or book on my website under services I do single sessions I do glow transformation packages from six weeks to 12 weeks I might and in four weeks because I had a few people wanting personalized four-week plans which are slightly different to the six to 12 week ones but if you're wanting that I'm open to doing that too 
Um, and if you want to jump on a call, we can have a 15, 20 minute call just to chat about what your current situation is, what your goals are and how we can help you. So I just think one-on-one coaching is probably the fastest way you can get to your goals. You can follow us on Instagram and save all the tips and get all the free resources. But the reason why one-on-one coaching is so valuable and transformative is because it's personalized to you. Like I'm here sitting with you for an hour every week if you decide to do the package, listening to your life. So I am coming up with these plans and I'm coming up with these responses based on your personalized life. Like you don't get that from just a guide. Guides are amazing and you know, even inside the members club is amazing. But if you really wanna make that next level commitment, I'm telling you right now, book a one-on-one session, okay? And you won't regret it because it's going to make things feel so much lighter and at ease, linking it back to our affirmation of the week for you i personally want to feel my very best in the new year and i want to feel prepared and i don't want to start from zero in 2024 i know a lot of people wait until the new year to start but i don't want to wait you know i'm ready to go and i'm ready to change and the thing is life is always going to be busy life is always gonna like catch you at certain moments that you're not prepared for so there never really is a right time to start so why not just start now you know in the new year it'll be busy too you're you're gonna start work again it's gonna be busy Christmas is busy like it's always going to be busy so you're just going to have to make time because there's always time available but making time is just showing up for yourself and making that commitment so if you're interested in one-on-one coaching and you've been kind of umming ahhing and you're not really sure or you don't even know you know what one-on-one coaching is and you're interested but you just know that you need guidance and accountability and you want someone to help you reach that goal that you've been looking for whether it's with your confidence your holistic wellness and your health or you know your career and your confidence even like let me know because I definitely specialize in helping with your mindset that will help you get to those goals because I work in a very holistic way so when we work on your mindset and your limiting beliefs and then we increase your confidence everything else in life starts to improve it's not just one thing it's literally everything Um, And that's why I feel like my sessions are so special. Um, And we've had some amazing testimonials too. You can look on the website. Um, And yeah, I'm just really excited to start up one-on-one coaching and getting that kind of going a bit more and doing more of it because I put a lot of focus on the members club, uh, which is still amazing. If you want, you know, a slightly less committed and you just want to dip your toes in and have you know do your own self-development journey on your own time in your own terms then the that's what the members club is for and you can connect with a community too so that is yeah you can do both but that is like level one and then you obviously the coaching is like a level 10 so it's really up to you I wanted to just include that in there because it's just something I'm really passionate about and the way I feel after having a call with a client is so special because it's really just helping them change their life really so I feel very honored and grateful to be able to hold that space for someone so the next one is what are your daily thoughts and current habits that have been keeping you in the same space so if you do a little inventory of your current daily habits from the moment you wake up to the moment you fall asleep and the thoughts that come with it what is the first thing you think when you wake up what is the first thing the last thing you think when you go to sleep Think about how that might be keeping you in the struggle. I can't remember the stats exactly, but I feel like we repeat about 80% of our thoughts the same as the day before. I think we have like 20% if that new thoughts. If you think about that, that is a lot of thoughts that we repeat. And if they're negative and limiting, then 
girl, we gotta, we gotta switch that to positive because then you're telling yourself these limiting beliefs and these negative things day in, day out. And then you're wondering why you're stuck in the struggle. I'm going to tell you why you're stuck in the struggle. You're stuck in the struggle because you're thinking the same things and you're creating these scenarios in your head that aren't even true. They're based on maybe one experience in the past, maybe something that was slightly traumatic as a child, which we'll go into later in the spirituality section. You're basing like this one or two experiences on everything. And I think what we need to realize is life is always changing. Nothing is ever certain. Nothing is ever settled really. And we've got to be open to that change and know that, okay, maybe this happened once, but that doesn't mean it's going to happen the same time as, you know, before. And the only reason why it does is because we have it in our heads that it will. And so it does. It's like manifestation, you know, manifestation is neutral. You can manifest good things as much as things you don't want to happen. You just have to be conscious of your thoughts and think about manifestation is, is all about the energy that you're giving off. So if you're giving off an energy that is, like negative or in lack and need, then you're gonna keep attracting these things. But if you're staying in gratitude and being grateful for what you have now, um, while still having goals, you're more likely to attract these things. So just be mindful of your current habits and your current thoughts that you're having daily and try and change them through the tools and techniques that I teach on Guide Me Glow. Also, I want to say, if you find it hard to envision your dream life, I know some people aren't really picturesque people and they find it hard to like create new images in their head, especially if you've never experienced it before. I think that's pretty normal. Like sometimes I find it pretty hard to envision something that has never happened to me before. I'm gonna give you some tips that will help you kind of get into the energy, get into the feeling and make that a little bit easier to do. So the first thing is listening to some sort of guided manifestation, visualization, meditation. I'll do more of these inside Guy Glow's Members Club because I think these would be extremely valuable. I do have some meditations on there, like your glow yourself meditation to help you visualize these things. I just ask you these questions to really like help prompt these emotions come into life. But I will do more of a visualization, maybe me explaining, you know, what I see or that kind of thing. That's still pretty neutral. So it's not just copy and paste. But these are really helpful because when you are, when you listen to things that help you visualize, like for example, if I'm like picture green grass field with, you know, endless green grass field and there's like 100 red poppies in this field you're gonna picture that. You can't help it, your brain just does it, you know? And then I'm like, hey, stop thinking of it. Stop thinking of the green field with poppies surrounded in the field. That You're not gonna stop thinking that. You're still gonna repeat this image in your head. And the reason why the universe and our mind doesn't listen to words like don't or no, or, you know, it, it listens to the green field with poppies. <laughs> That's what it's gonna listen to. So. Think about that as well. Don't say what you don't want in life, say what you do want in life. Focus on what you do want. Focus on what brings you happiness and you'll attract more of that. But these visualization meditations are extremely important because it's gonna help you just visualize the life that you want and every day you can remind yourself of it. Also journaling it really helps. Journal out your feelings, journaling out how you feel, how it's yours. Like just getting really to the nitty gritty and feeling as if it's yours already and just like living in that emotion and that heightened feeling. And I know it feels scary because you're like, but how am I meant to just forget reality and just be delusional and just think I have this? And I'm like, yes, <laughs> like obviously to an extent, but like, yes, you need to really believe in yourself because it feels risky, right? You're like, 
well, if I act this way and I start doing this, like it's, what if it's not real? But the moment you doubt is the moment you're not going to get it. So you need to like fully believe that you're going to get it no matter what. You might not see it in reality right now, but you know deep down it's yours and you know you're going to get it soon. So that is a little tip. Another one is like watching YouTube. So watching people that have that life already has can help you picture the idea of like how people live and you know looking at Pinterest going through your dream Pinterest board and kind of anything that's going to evoke those emotions so whether you're like a visual learner um or you're a auditory learner like listen to podcasts listen to music that gets you in the high spirits like understand your body and yourself more and think okay how what is the best way I learn and based on that how can I use that to my advantage in order to you know, step it up and let go of the struggle and achieve my dream life. I want you to also do an inventory on your current self-limiting beliefs. I have an overcoming self-limiting beliefs course inside Guide Me Glow Members Club. So get inside that, do the course. It's a four-week course. So, you know, it's not like a short-term thing. It's really getting inside your subconscious mind and helping you overcome those self-limiting beliefs. Um, and it's split into four weeks, so it's not overwhelming. Um, but doing this and uncovering your limiting beliefs is really important because self-awareness is number one. If you don't have self-awareness, you're not able to change. So when you're self-aware and you put yourself and you give yourself that time and space to even think, what are my self-limiting beliefs? You know, like you might not even notice that you have some self-limiting beliefs because you think it's so normal. That is a self-limiting belief. And I think the more we come into terms with our self-limiting beliefs, the more we are conscious of them, the more we begin to act differently. So definitely have a look at your self-limiting beliefs and do a little inventory. Because also our beliefs can change. Because just because you believe one thing doesn't mean that you'll believe this the rest of your life. The reason why our beliefs change is because we see it evidence, right? We change our mind because we're like, wait, okay, I've just seen something that proves my other belief wrong so now I believe it so you need to prove to yourself that your current limiting belief is not the only belief you know and you can have contradiction beliefs like it doesn't have to be so black and white you can believe in something and then also believe in another thing like it's you do you hun so I would say be open to the fact that beliefs can change and question yourself and don't think that you're always right I think the people that always think that they're right all the time um, are kind of the dumbest people in the room, not gonna lie. Because if you always think you're right, it means that you're not open to learning new things. And as we know, things are changing all the time. So you can't ever be 100% right all the time. You might have been right, but things might have changed. And now maybe it's not right. And also, what even is right or wrong? Everyone is, you know, everyone's opinion is very subjective. Yes, I understand there's scientific proof on some things. That's fair. But in terms of like opinions and beliefs, it's very subjective. Another thing to let go of the struggle is more of a kind of self-love point, but it's to say yes to yourself. Say yes to yourself and go with your gut feeling. When it comes to making a decision, don't always just accustom to the other person's need. It, you know, obviously when it comes to a friendship relationship, you need to meet in the middle, but say your opinion you know and don't always back down just because the other person wants something else you're allowed to have your own way too and I think 
when you say yes to yourself, it just values, you just value yourself so much more and other people will start to value you so much more as well because you're not afraid to say what you want. You're not afraid to even know, you know, you know what you want. That is very attractive thing in the first place. I don't, I think it's very unattractive when someone like constantly just doesn't know and just like can never make a decision and like make a decision because understanding yourself and knowing yourself, being able to make decisions regardless of what other people think like that's attractive and that's all <laughs> so I think it's also going to help you let go of the struggle because then you're not like back and forth oh my god do I do this do I do that do I do this that's like a lot of time wasting as well and I think something because I used to be a lot like that I used to be oh my god in between two things and I used to find it so hard to decide what I want even with like food you know and sometimes I still do but that's when I know I'm not fully listening to my body now when it comes to making choices when it even little things like what food do I get I just listen I tune into my body I really do actually take a moment to like feel how my body feels what does it truly want and I go for the option that makes me feel more nourished and what I want rather than sometimes when I go for a choice that I should I think I should make because of x y and z which is more the logical brain I do that and then it never really ends up that amazing so it's also comes from an abundance mindset like if I was meant to do that other decision or make that other choice it will come again if it's meant for me you know so I think it's just knowing that there is no right or wrong decision but there is just like just make a decision that is more aligned to you now and the other option it will come back or it will come back even better so yes sometimes when it comes to decision making and you know pleasing the other people it obviously comes down to people pleasing and people pleasing isn't so obvious you know yes you have the obvious people pleasing where you know you want to please the other person so you do what they say and that's obvious but sometimes people pleasing can also be on a very subtle subtle way and it will be in our subconscious where you know finding it hard to say no that's people pleasing um doing something else even though you had an original schedule that's people pleasing and even in the way of like oh well I was gonna do this anyway so I'll do it now like that is still people pleasing because it wasn't on your accord that was on someone else's accord and you wanted to do that because it makes the other person happy and look I'm all for making the other person happy. I'm not saying never do something for someone or never agree. And, you know, we don't want to be that person. But at the same time, you need to realise what's important to you and what's going to help you upgrade. If you keep saying yes to things that aren't helping you become the best version of yourself, then that's going to be hard. And that's going to keep you in the struggle because you're not being authentic to yourself and you're pulling away from your intuitive self more and more and more and we need to come home to ourselves and understand ourselves so much and just know what you like and what you don't like I think yeah it's important but not to confine ourselves in that box either because like I said beliefs always change so being open but being secure and sure of yourself okay another thing that we need to do to drop the struggle is stop acting like the victim and yes we love acting like the victim because it means we do not have to take any responsibility and we're like, it's that person's fault, it's this current situation's fault, it's the weather's fault, it's everyone's fault but us. But girl, let me tell you, drop the victim mentality stat, like now, drop it. You don't need it. Take responsibility of your life. Yes, you can have a little moan, like yes, you can feel annoyed, like we're human, we all have these emotions, I get it. But at the end of the day, Stop acting like the victim. Things happen, 
you know, in life. Just That's just life. We can't control what happens around us, but what we can control is our mentality. And when we drop out of the victim mentality and begin to take back our power and know that, okay, this might have happened, but how can I make the situation better? You know, it's my mindset, it's myself. No one's telling me how to react. So how can I react or act in a way that's going to serve me rather than just put me in a lower vibration, you know? And I think when we stop acting like the victim and we kind of realize that we are no different to the next person, we're not like shunned from, you know, everyone else. It's not just us that can't get to a certain level in life or, okay, we put it in like a greater point of view. Um, and for example, you're on Instagram and you're uploading content, you're doing everything right and blah, 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 but you're just like not really getting the results you want to get, um, whether that's not getting the views that you want to get, not getting the brand deal that you want to get. Like this is if your job is a creator, obviously it's important to take note of these things as helps pay the bills, you know what I mean? Um, and anyways, you're getting stressed and you're like, why is it me? Like everyone else can do it so easily. Why is it just me? And it's so easy to fall into that mentality and I get it. And I, like, I'm not saying you're bad for doing that. Absolutely not because it's actually so normal. And I've also been in that mentality before, but when I notice this, I'm like snap myself out of it. Cause I'm like, no, okay. Stop complaining. Everyone's path is so different. Everything happens for a reason. So what I'm experiencing right now is meant for me and it just shows it's just like a path or a challenge for me to get over it and for me to leap to the next level if you see life as like a game and each game there's a level and you start at level one maybe this is like when we're a child and it's like the easiest level you know we're guided we've got our parents and everything well hopefully and then you get into like level two and then like it just gets harder and harder and like as we're an adult and I'm in my late 20s now so if I'm on like level 20 seven I mean I'm 27 guys I like forget how old I am <laughs> I think men, I think spiritually I'm like 21 but like as in I'm a wise woman so I think in my brain maybe I'm older anyways I think age is really just a number but as I was saying off topic um so I'm like say I'm like level 28 this is gonna be like a harder level because I don't really have as much support or tips I don't have, you know, the manual guide really. And I'm just like trying to navigate my way through this this level and I'm gonna get to some dead ends. I'm gonna get to some challenges, but I just have to start again. And that is just life. Like you just have to try and try and try again until you get it because that's just like the only way to move forward. You just have to keep trying. And, you know, I think... Trying doesn't mean repeating the same process and doing the same thing if it's not working. Trying is trying different techniques, trying different avenues, thinking outside the box, doing something you've never done before. Like this is trying, you know? And I think when we take that analogy, we're able to see life as, okay, cool. If I if I have this challenge of mine right now, how can I think of different avenues to move through it with ease and fun? So that's like something to consider, you know, don't see yourself as like the odd one out, the one that like never gets this, like, no, that is a limiting belief. And that's also not helping you get out the struggle. What's going to help you get out the struggle is owning your power, owning the control you do have to even have choice and, you know, have this opportunity to be on like the, in the world that is already a blessing. So you need to like really 
just don't take it for granted, you know? The last one around mindset. Mindset is always the longest one because I'm obsessed with it. But what attachment do you have to this struggle? And what I mean by this is, maybe you don't realize, but sometimes when we say the same story in our mind over and over again, even though we don't like it, we're actually attached to it. And really that makes us feel safe on a subconscious level. You know, people would rather be stay broke and be poor than be rich because they're more familiar with being poor and broke, even though that's still a struggle. Also being rich is like a struggle in different ways, you know, like there's no, like you don't get to a point in life where you have no struggles. Like <laughs> there's always gonna be struggles in life. You can't run away from that, but it's more like choose your struggles. Like what do you wanna have struggles in? Obviously when you're, you know, financially stable and you have like a really good career and you have high confidence and everything like that, your struggles will be different to the ones you have when you're like broke and low confidence and like negative self-talk you know the struggles are going to be different think about what struggles you are attaching to what's making you feel safe and how you're going to break free from that what are you holding on to because this feels safer are you holding on to it because in some way it's a part of your identity are you holding on to it because you feel like everyone else around you is like this so if you were to all of a sudden change you would lose that sense of community um are you holding on to it because it's just always been just a part of you you know and it makes you feel safe it helps you label yourself as a person and I want you to think is it worth it you attaching to this story to this self-limiting belief is this worth living the life that you live right now you know you really have a hard think about what is the life that you want to live what are you willing to do to get there? What are you even comparing it based on? Like, why do you even want to be living that life? Um, what is the most important things to you? And is your current story helping you get there? I want to move on to the body section of this episode. The first thing I want to talk about body is, I guess it's a bit spiritual as well, but the emotional release of the body. How much emotion the body stores. Um, If you're not familiar with this, I believe that our body is almost a manifestation of all our inside traumas, our limiting beliefs and positive beliefs. But, you know, if we're talking about if you're feeling like low and we're talking about improving and letting go of the struggle, our body is like a manifestation of our current situation. So if you were to get an illness, if you look a certain way, like in terms of you know, you're holding on a lot of like water weight or fat or whatever. It's kind of a manifestation from our inner mindset, our inner self. Um, because I don't believe that any illness, whether it's small, big, manifests randomly. I think it just, you know, big illnesses. And yeah, I can definitely say this. But like, I feel like big illnesses are accumulation of like traumas. From childhood to adulthood or you know and that manifests in the illness because it's like our body trying to tell us like look something needs to change um even with you know if you're feeling run down and you know yourself you haven't been listening to your body I think yeah just always listen to signs of your body and even like little things like if you have eczema or asthma um or like PCOS or uh you know, when it comes to your mental cycle, you're getting really bad cramps. Like all these things are signs to tell you something is not 100% aligned in your body. 
And this is when, you know, you can do testing and find out more in the holistic ways. Um, and that's like a deep, deep thing that I will not go on to, I will not get into this episode. But I think it's just the first thing would just be to be conscious of what your body's trying to tell you. And if you're holding on to trauma and emotions that just don't need to be there anymore, like let them go, let the struggle go. And when you kind of surrender, your body just kind of goes, <sighs> you know, it's like you've just taken a weight off your shoulders and that is really powerful because you realise you don't need to carry on your past into the future or the present. You realise that your traumas and your past beliefs of, you know, what you thought and what was taught to you is not the only belief in the world. It's not be all, end all, the truth. The truth can change. And our body is amazing because it's so intuitive. Our body is just so smart and clever and it will tell us. And so it's our job to listen to that, tune in with our body and not just go, go, go and ignore it just because that's how we've lived, learned to live life. And I definitely think that depending on where you live, this can either be heightened or you know, can teach you to slow down. For example, one of the reasons why I moved to Bali is because I just love how spiritual this island is and how like-minded everyone is and the work-life balance when you live here is amazing. Um, it's different when you're on holiday here, obviously you just want to like party and go out and re- all relax and do all the things and not work. But when you live here, like I actually feel very motivated and surrounding myself with people who also live here is amazing. And we're all like very similar mindset and we're also supportive and spiritual as well. Like on a spiritual level, we understand that it's not just about doing, doing, doing. It's really more about being. The more you do is not like more is not more. Sometimes less is more, but it's just like the quality of what you're doing, you know, and the how you're doing it and why you're doing it. Um, but I think in certain countries, like I noticed this in London as well, the energy is just very heightened and everyone is it's like a lot of energy for me I don't love it anymore because it's like too much too much for me you know it's like everyone is constantly feeling like they have to be doing something and blah blah and there's like no time for just stillness and there probably is there is small pockets of that but it's just in in general London's very go 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 completely disconnected from the body and spirit um so yeah I just think be mindful of that if you live in like a big city I'm not saying that it's bad to live in a big city you know it's very fun also but I think just be mindful of your daily practices who you surround yourself with making sure that you take time to connect with your inner self is extremely important as well so yeah we store a lot of emotions in the body there's a book the body keeps score I haven't fully read it but that title in general just makes me feel like Anything that we think and any emotion that we feel doesn't just go away. It can get suppressed, but if we don't acknowledge it and pay attention to how we're feeling, why we're feeling it, it will just get suppressed, 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 and then we'll manifest into a bigger thing that our body can physically feel or see. You know how if you have like a toothache, that means um, you're stressed or you have trauma around something in a situation. Like just things like that, that the Western doctor will not tell you. That's why you have a toothache. They'll just hand you some antihistamine or something start taking care of your body that prioritizes your nervous system and when I say calming the nervous system is so important I mean it's so important (laughs) like doing things that help you regulate your nervous system make you feel safe make you feel at home this is what we want you know that inner peace feeling we don't want to be around people that cause chaos and make us feel on edge and make us feel like 
uh, like crazy all the time. I'm not saying that you can't feel excitement and, and, you know, fun and, you know, that's different. But I mean, your nervous system is still calm when you feel those emotions. I'm talking about you don't want to feel like on edge and just not confident in yourself around certain people or doing certain things. Even exercise choice, like what exercise are you doing? As females, I think it's really important for us to um, include low impact workouts too. I'm all for like weightlifting and, you know, cardio and stuff like that. But just maybe think about how often you're doing them and how long you're doing them for. Like, what is their duration? Because when we prioritize, especially first thing in the morning where your cortisol might be high and then, you know, someone wakes up and they're waking up to their phone going off and then they're getting all these messages. And then so their cortisol level is high. And then the next thing they do is drink a coffee that heightens their cortisol even more. And then before coffee, they're doing this high intense workout that is you know can you see it's cortisol on top of cortisol and it's like then they just feel this sudden energy crash and then they're like stressed and then they're wondering why they don't they feel so out of balance and stressed and chaotic and I'm like well everything that you're doing is not supporting a balanced nervous system it's actually doing the opposite so instead of that life we can change that around and the next day you can wake up yes you can have an alarm but maybe just have like a nice softer ringtone or wake up you know if you have natural a lot of natural light in your room keep the blinds open so then you'll wake up to natural light um or if it's winter you have those like natural alarm sunlight lights lamps um you can wake up to that so you wake up calm smooth your phone is on airplane mode so you don't look at your phone and this is i know hard sometimes to do especially if you have like a lot going on but just trust me like even if it takes five ten minutes don't look at your phone. If you had to look at your phone, put on like a podcast or some morning affirmation audios. This again, I have in Guide Me Glow platform. Because when you're waking up, you're still, your subconscious is more open. So you're more subjected to kind of let in information that is not your day-to-day beliefs. So listening to affirmations or like a morning meditation or a podcast, like a positive one is gonna really be beneficial for when you just wake up. Um, so you can do that. And then after you've done a morning routine, um, which includes meditation, affirmations, journaling, like basically having this time for yourself to help calm your nervous system. Once you do that, you can then have a savory breakfast that, or do a workout, a low impact workout, which is going to be supporting your hormones. So whether it is Pilates, or you can also do a weight session or a walk, Um, but nothing like crazy high intensity. This also depends on what cycle you're in because maybe you're in your ovulation phase and you have loads of energy. So in that case, you can go on like, you know, do a run or something like that, but just listen to your body, what your body needs. Um, and so, yeah, once you do like your low impact workout, you then fuel your body with a savory breakfast that has high in protein, high in healthy fats, um, you know, has unrefined carbs, that something's going to fuel your body and, help regulate your blood sugar levels instead of having like a coffee and then a croissant and that's going to go and then down again you know and then you can have yeah your matcha or your coffee or whatever and also I've got to say like drink water first thing as well also back in England I'd always have apple cider vinegar with water and then normal warm water um here I need to get some more apple cider vinegar I need to go to the shops but yeah doing that also it depends on your body because sometimes I will also have matcha after my apple cider vinegar the apple cider vinegar water helps balance your blood sugar level so if you are going to have that 
a matcha first thing like try and have the apple cider vinegar before or have some sort of like greens drink or like something to kind of you know have in your stomach before but you see the difference between how a high cortisol running morning starts compared to a calming the nervous system morning starts um it's very different to then how the rest of your day is going to go and how you're going to feel and how you're going to process your emotions and then if something happens you know around you you're going to respond very differently to if you're super stressed you know some things i'm also really focusing on is really just balancing my hormones and my blood sugar levels and just learning more about that diving into the nutrition side of things um i mean i am a certified holistic health coach so i know many things about nutrition but it's always good to keep learning and you know things are always changing and also experimenting with my own body because you are your own teacher and with that you just need to try new things and experiment to find what works for you um so with my clients I will never be like you must eat this way this way this way like that is not my vibe I'm very much I will teach you to be your own guide and your own teacher because you know the whole point is to be able to do this on your own and I'm just like a guide for you to help you do that and figure that out yeah some other things I'm doing is also not overeating and feeling like I need to eat all the time um it's good here because I eat out most of the time to be fair recently I've been making breakfast at home and then going out for dinner um but I'm not in Bali I normally really eat like two full meals and like maybe one snack or something like that and I know that doesn't sound like a lot and sometimes when I post my what I eat in a day on TikTok people are like two meals but I'm like when you're eating out they're like bigger meals than normal you know like when you eat out you know that it's going to be more just energy in it so I just don't feel hungry and I'm not going to force myself to eat another meal just for the sake of having three meals a day like you don't need that not everyone needs that and it's just about listening to your body. Maybe in my phase, just before my menstrual phase, I will feel more hungry, so therefore I will eat more. You know, it's not, I'm so over the judging people based on what they eat because everyone is so different. And I've definitely been through my journey of eating and the habits of eating and, you know, restricting, binging, all of that. So I understand that and I understand when I'm being restrictive. I understand when I am not eating enough. So I know that. But for me right now, you know, when you're in a hot country, you're just not as hungry as much. Like, there's so many factors that go into it. So I just feel like find something that works for you, but do it in a routine way so your body knows what it's going to expect. So then it can regulate itself. So the last point I want to make is on spirituality. And one way I would say to let go of the struggle is to do the work, do the inner healing work. Um, and this is the inner child work, okay? Because a lot of our trauma goes back to from, zero, from age of zero to seven. And honestly, a lot of times, like, I find it hard to remember what I was like from zero to seven, to be honest. So I know I definitely have more inner child work to do, but prioritizing this is really special. I went to a workshop the other day. It was like a woman's circle and we did inner child healing and we were journaling from, you know, what did we remember from age seven and then uh, age 14 and then 21 and then 28 and then 35 or whatever. And each age those are the pivotal ages but each year um a different chakra is highlighted i can't remember each chakra exactly but each year there's like a main chakra that is highlighted so often we might find certain struggles within that chakra which was really interesting but even to just journal what we thought as a child and then kind of telling ourselves that you know that might not be the truth anymore or just 
giving ourselves that grace as we, what we know now is inner child healing because you're willing to look back at the past traumas and work backwards and give ourselves that grace and, and see ourselves as that little child that was scared. But that thought and that limiting belief doesn't need to be carried on to who we are now. So I also wanted to give a little tip on manifestation, on helping dropping the struggle. And the thing is, there's many manifestation techniques. I've done a few podcast episodes on manifestation. So yeah, just type them in or go back on my episodes if you want to find out more information about that. But I'm just going to cut it real short and say it in like 10 seconds. But basically, it's all about the feeling and your emotion in that point and the vibration that you are on. Um, I think it all falls back to gratitude, to be honest. When you're grateful for what you already have, you don't really need anything else because the moment you need something is actually a lack, you know? But when we are grateful for what we currently have and say thanks to God and the universe for what we have and for what's to come, that's when the universe will start giving it to us. And when I say this, it's also so individual because it depends on the person's level of belief like how deluded you are to be honest because some people might find it really hard to just like imagine and you know be like oh yeah like be grateful as if they already have something but other people might find that really difficult so find a technique that works for you that's going to help you um get to that elevated state and being and feeling of gratefulness in that high vibrational state and the last point is to stay in your own lane Uh, and this is one that can be hard to do when you're on social media because, and, or even in real life, because you're constantly bombarded with people's, you know, wins and you're constantly bombarded with people's progress and what they've done today. And it can feel like you're running behind and it should be like something else. But if it should be, it would be. So that's the start. You know, your journey is your journey and you don't need to compare to anyone else's journey because you don't even know what the end of that journey looks like for them. So yeah, if you, if you think about comparing yourself to another person and thinking oh my god I want their life why has this not happened to me do you want to switch lives with them would you switch you know and that would mean switching everything in life that would be switching your family your friends your past experiences like everything would you want that most of the time no even though you've been through struggles and you've been through the hard times and would you ever want to switch that though? Because it's literally made you the person who you are now. You know, through those moments, you've learned how to deal with it. You've developed into a stronger person and that has created the person that you are now and that has led you to where you are now. This is, that has led you to listen to this podcast right now. So I think just staying in your own lane and embracing your uniqueness and individuality is really important because it allows you to see that as a superpower and and just to embrace your individuality and the people that get it will get it and the people that don't you know they're not for you and that's okay it doesn't mean that they're bad or anything it just means you know you can't please everyone and you can't be for everyone the same way not everyone is for you um so I think just dropping the struggle and trying not to compare too much with people especially in the same field as you or you know because it can be it can feel discouraging sometimes but I think that only just takes you further away from your goal because you're then thinking you need to do it in a different way that's not aligned to you but you just need to listen to your gut and be like maybe it's slower progress but it's still progress and I'm still learning so guys to end this episode I'm going to give you a challenge of the week and the challenge of the week is to tap into your inner child because I feel like this is where it all begins you know your 
child self and you need to nurture that. So tap into your inner child self and what your spirit truly wants and is asking for. And this means getting really intuitive yourself and giving yourself time and space to think and be in your own company and kind of ignore the outside world and understand that you are not here to live on other people's timeline. You are here to live on your own timeline and you're here to get to know yourself the most because you are with you forever. You know, people come and go and that's okay and it's beautiful for what it is at the time. It's beautiful for that moment. It was needed then, but who's going to be with you until like the day you die? It's like yourself, you know? So you really need to nurture that relationship with yourself, prioritise that relationship with yourself and don't be afraid to just like delve deep into it and just do it, you know, learn to love your own company, learn to understand yourself, learn to understand your habits, your strength, your weaknesses, everything, everything about yourself, learn to understand so that way you can work with yourself instead of against yourself and that way you can finally drop the struggle. That's my challenge of the week and to do this and if we put it in a more actionable way is to do it in a child meditation um i'm pretty sure i have a meditation on my podcast this was in the limiting beliefs one um and i put it as like a free one on spotify so go back and listen to that i have like two meditations on my spotify so far um and then also i will be uploading journal prompts on guy mcglow's members club so sign up to that and you can do that there too so that is that Thank you so much for listening to this episode. This felt very... I really enjoyed this episode, actually. It felt very personal. It felt very grounding. And I feel like it will touch a lot of people's hearts. So if you have any feedback, I would love to hear from you. Even if it's a private DM, whatever it is, I would love to hear from you. If you enjoyed this episode or have been enjoying the podcast please give the podcast a lovely rating and review on Spotify or Apple Podcast. And it helps me just spread and grow this podcast to help more and more girls like yourself. So I love you all. Thank you for listening. And I will speak to you in the next episode. Bye.